Hello, everybody. Welcome to the very first episode of Bonding with Mark and Andy. I'm Andy Parker. I live here in Nashville, Tennessee, in the United States. This is my good friend, Mark Greenaway. Say hello, Mark. Hello, Mark. How are you? <laughs> Mark, whereabouts are you living currently? Since I'm in Nashville, where would you be? I am an hour's drive west from Heathrow Airport down in Berkshire, leafy countryside of Berkshire. He is over the pond, as we say here in the States. He lives over in England. I live in Nashville. Mark and I, um, we're roughly the same age. We're too old to talk about, but young, uh, old enough to have a great memory of a great music scene, which is kind of how we got together. Uh, basically, during the pandemic, when the worldwide pandemic hit, uh, me and two of my other friends, Brent Walter and Josh Weaver, we have a love for a band uh, called Night Ranger from the 80s. And during the pandemic, we were talking about just trying to find information because Night Ranger, you know, isn't they're not like Bon Jovi or the who or there's they weren't as big. So we started this little Facebook group and then we started a podcast because Brent and I had always had a uh, we've been podcast fans since the early days of podcasting, listen to them a lot. We always wanted to do a podcast and we've slowly started this page and built this following people would join the group. And th- we started out slow. And as of the last time I looked, I think our membership is up to 8,500 people on our Facebook group. And then along comes this British black bloke, this British guy, this British bloke, geezer. Mark, uh, tell us how you've you stumbled upon these uh, these three idiots talking about Night Ranger. I'm stuck at home. It's the pandemic. It's lockdown. I can't go anywhere. Sat at my laptop, and on my Facebook feed comes a recommended for you, Night Ranger, Fans in Motion podcast. And I'm not usually a joiner of <laughs> things like that. I'm a bit more of a lone like- ranger. I got to see these losers. Yeah, but I've been a Night Ranger fan since 85. And I thought I was the only one over here because to be to be honest, they didn't they didn't crash the charts in in in, right. in Europe, in the UK. But I've always loved them. And uh, yeah, this Night Ranger podcast came up. So I thought oh, I'd take a look and uh, I joined it and I found the most amazing community of people. <laughs> um, news, reviews music it was all there and i loved it and just lapped it up and yeah just became the british fan i think i mean yeah. there there are other british fans obviously but uh, right yeah, I, I, I got involved yeah and, so uh, we were we were talking uh, we uh, brand i think it started talking to you just yeah. back and forth and um i started chatting with you and i, I just really got a kick out of mark we are literally we're like brothers from another continent i mean we really you know it's weird that when you find uh find a friend or make a friendship with somebody that you 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 haven't known for 50 some years i clicked with you and brent quite easily i got on very well with you straight away and yeah Yeah. it's been great it's been absolutely great long story short is uh i i think i said something in passing to mark because he'd said he hadn't seen night ranger Took you how long to see him your very first time? To me, 26. I bought Seven Wishes in 1985. They toured England with Foreigner very briefly in 85, but I, I missed it. I couldn't, I, I didn't know about it. And then they didn't come back until 2011. 
So it took me 26 years to see them live. So and what a night that was. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. So um, them yeah, being so, a, there being an American band, we have the ability to see Night Ranger. And again, I know this is kind of drifting around here. People are like, what the hell are you talking about this band for? But we'll get there. We're going to get to why we're here. We, uh, we have the ability to see Night Ranger in America. I mean, literally any given weekend. They're, they're always touring. They're close enough. A lot of times we can go see. I just saw them last Friday night as we record this thing. Mark wanted to always see him. We talked about coming to the States to see him sometime. And I kind of said in passing with no honest to God, no real thought that he would ever take me up on it. But I said, hey, hey, Mark, you ever want to come to the States? You know, I got an extra room here in Nashville. Come on over. And we'll go to a show. Silly boy. Silly boy. <laughs> Took you up on that one, didn't I? I I'm at work one day. Uh, I see Mark message me, and he sends me a picture of a ticket he'd bought to a show <laughs> in Cleveland, Ohio, which is roughly seven hours from where I'm sitting, eight hours from where I sit. And he's like, I'm coming over, Parker. And I'm like, okay, shit. I better ask <laughs> cool my I? wife because I didn't say, hey, I'm inviting some guy from England who I've never met. <laughs> to stay at our house. Anyway, Mark gets a ticket. He comes to the United States. Uh, him and my wife hit it off fantastically. They're drinking tea and on the back patio, playing with my dogs. And Mark and I go on a whirlwind adventure with oh. our buddy Brent. And I it think was it was uh, we went to two concerts, uh, Cleveland, Ohio, the Danny Repepi Memorial Show with the, the Cleveland Youth Orchestra, which, which was, was insane. Uh, it was insane. great. And then we drove from Cleveland, Ohio to Brown County, Indiana, <laughs> and then saw another great rock and show, the same band, Night Ranger. And then we drove back home and put Mark on a plane. <laughs> don't, for don't forget the important bit that this lifelong British fan who's never thought in a million years he'd ever get to the States to see Night Ranger actually ended up backstage meeting the band. You forgot yeah. that. Yeah, so... Yeah, luckily, uh, from doing this little podcast, the other one that we do, which is called Fans in Motion, if you're anybody's interested in checking something else out that we do, is uh, over the two or three years we've been doing this, uh, Brent and Josh and I have um, luckily got to uh, kind of work with the band here and there. And we were able, thanks amazingly to uh, Ed Rapepi, who's their tour manager. Great guy. He really rolled out the red carpet for Mark uh, mm. in, in Nashville, Indiana, and... um. Yeah, took us backstage, got to meet the band. He got to hang out with Jack and Kelly. He got a shout-out from the stage from um, when Jack Blades himself. He got, look at this. That, I mean, I was there for that photo, man. It was amazing. And it, it's not to get all super mushy sentimental, but to we, we, we kind of chronicled Mark's adventures in America on our Facebook page, and we kind of, bonded as friends as brothers and and a you lot spend of the... that many, you spend you spend <laughs> that many hours in a in a chevrolet cruise you become pals or you become yeah. the worst of enemies i think we, we did what right. uh what was it 1400 miles four days three and five you, states four states and you drove the entire trip you were amazing <laughs> too too many one too many triple cheeseburgers from oh. mcdonald's oh yeah too many liam neeson jokes yeah but beers. uh so great. we olive garden the, the great off. Italian cuisine. Because I couldn't eat any more cheeseburgers. I really <laughs> needed a salad. It was unbelievable. And it was one of the it was a trip of a lifetime for all three of us. I mean, Mark yeah. was his was much bigger than ours, but Brett and I had such a good time. And 
and we literally, I mean, him and I, we say all the time, like he, 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 Mark is just one of us. We're one of him. It does how you put it. And it's just, it's just unfortunate that we don't live closer. Yeah. It's a shame. So over the course of this adventure, we're talking cause we're movie buffs, we're music buffs, we're pop culture buffs. And Mark is talking about James Bond movies. And I happen to mention that at, and I'll say it, I'm 53 years old. I have never seen a James Bond movie. <laughs> How is that even possible? Uh, you know, and I, I, I don't, I can't say why. I mean, especially because in the, back in the day, I worked for Blockbuster Video, the biggest video chain in the world. You worked I at worked Blockbuster, for, but you still haven't seen a Bond film. I never, and I could, I could rent them for free. The fact that they were also on TV all the time. Don't do That's it, Mark. Insane. Don't That's do insane. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. So, so we get to talking, and Mark is having the same reaction. Like we're we're driving around, we're at my house. He's like, I don't understand how you've never. I mean, not one. And there's how many Bond films are there at this point? Twenty six. Twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's twenty six. Still haven't seen any of them. So, as a guy, me, uh, who does podcasting, and I I love talking. And especially love talking to my friend Mark. I, I said, Hey, I got this idea. Let's you and I do a podcast where, uh, twofold. I mean, A, it's a reason for Mark and I to get together and talk uh, and get to know each other. But B, we'll, we'll use James Bond as our, our bond. I'll watch all the movies. Since you've already seen them all, you can watch or not watch, but we will discuss them, and we're going to go in order. So we're going to start with it's uh, Doctor No, right? Is that the Dr. first one? No. Nineteen sixty-two, Doctor No. So we're going to start with Doctor No. I'm going to watch the film. Mark may or may not, but he may have it memorized. And then each episode of what we're doing here with bonding, and hence the title bonding. It's a play on words, James Bond. Us discussing the Bond films, and Mark and I bonding our friendship over the course of the next at least a minimum of 27 episodes yeah, i would yeah. say i don't know as many episodes as there are for for movies but our hope is, is if this this little podcast adventure gains a little traction um that we'll keep going we'll just keep talking about the, the breakfast club ferris bueller i mean it's almost fire yeah, yeah i mean anything that we want to talk about as long as uh, people are still paying attention and listening to us and we have a reason to get together and talk and and also we want to talk about so we're going to talk about the movies in the first half of each episode and the second half we're going to talk about the differences of a uh, an American teenager in my experience versus a English teenager and adult and just the differences of a little bit of America and England and um, hopefully uh, we'll have some laughs and maybe we'll all learn something we about always each have other's a laugh. country <laughs> we that's, always have a laugh I mean that's kind of the goal and. Um, yeah, it's just going to be some fun. So hopefully everybody will, will come along for the ride with us and and suggest stuff for us. We'll, we'll welcome people joining us and talking to us and questions for me, questions for Mark, and uh, we'll try to answer as best we can. We'll keep uh, we'll keep it light and fun. We will keep uh, politics and social woes out of this. That's not who Mark and yeah. I are about. We're talking no. about music and and Ferris Bueller and wearing thriller jackets and. Dressing like, <laughs> dressing like Marty McFly, who whatever. Some of us know. wore, some of us wore thriller <laughs> jackets, Andrew. Some of us did. You... Yeah. Well, that might we... pop up in the episode. I think we we'll need see. to see that picture again, Andrew. I will. I will do what I can. So, um, 
yeah, Mark will keep us up to date on what's happening there in his little uh, his little town. My little corner. And uh, that's it. I don't know what else we got to talk about. This is just a. I think there's a plane landing next oh, to Mark. Uh, there's a train <laughs> flying past. Sorry, we'll have to sort that out. Yeah. So, uh, but that's it. That's just the, it's just me and Mark, and maybe once in a while we'll get try to get Brent to join us if we can. And we're just going to have some. Brent yeah. Warner, what, what a hero he is. I was talking to him last night uh, about the show, and he's he's excited to see what we do. He's already a fan of us. But, he's a great you guy. Know, he doesn't have a choice. A I, uh, I wanted to say, Mark, I'm actually drinking me a. Uh, oh, come in my loser mug. mug. Nice. But I'm drinking some uh, PG tips. Good for you. I've just had one. I don't know. Uh, you called it a builder's tea, right? Builder's tea, yeah. What exactly? Because I say it all the time to Teresa when I make tea. I'm making my proper builder's tea. And she goes, you don't even know what that means. And I said, I don't. But Mark used it's the an term. Old, an old chipped enamel mug on a building site. You leave the tea bag in for like three hours. It comes out. <laughs> it's, the, it's the color of mahogany, a couple of sugars, splash of milk. That's the way to drink a cup of tea. Builder's oh, tea. So- so yeah, real quick, Mark, if you want to explain the uh, the oddities that the the frustration you found over here in America, the first oh. quick adventure of he was baffled that we do not most people in America do not own a you don't have a kettle. A no kettle. one has a kettle in their kitchen. They've got these coffee makers. What are they called? Keurigs or something? Keurigs. Well, they warm up I... the, they warm up the water to about eighty eight <laughs> degrees or something. It doesn't even get close to boiling point. And then they say, "Here you go, have a cup, of, have a cup of tea, mate." And I'm like, <laughs> "He's like, what the hell's this?" It was pretty grim. We had more fun everywhere we went. Mark would try to find trying to find a cup, a decent cup of tea, just a decent cup of tea. I mean, yeah, there was that lady in Nashville, Indiana, in that tea shop. Was... She was she was good. She was all right. Gave me some yeah, tea we'd, bags. We go into the shop. We were t- Brent and I were talking about the story the other night at, at the concert. We were telling the story to, to uh, Melissa and Kathy and Tammy. We were sitting there and we're telling this funny story about Mark. How Mark, you know, at the time had longer hair than he has now and looked a little like he could have looked like a rock star. He could have looked like one of the guys oh, yeah. in the band. I did all right. And I had to physically stop him, I think, twice from signing autographs. Yeah, I did get asked if I was with the band a couple of times. <laughs> and he goes, He's like, sure. And he grabs, I was like, don't you sign that. That's you can't, Yeah. I think it was after I had the wine tasting in, in, it was. in, the, in the town. That was right. Yeah. Well, that, that was funny, too, because they said, they walk into a place and they said, uh, do you want to taste the wine? He goes, taste? No. I want a glass. Oh, I want a glass of it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not talk about the cigarette story in the gas station. We'll, we will we'll not. We will time. not. No. But uh, Mark had his glass of wine, and then we found a, oddly enough, a tea shop in this little. Uh, if you're not familiar, if you live here in the States, if it's a little area in Indiana, it's called Brown County, Indiana, but the town is called Nashville, Indiana, unlike where I'm at in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, and it's just this cute little town with little shops everywhere. And, it was lovely. And there was a there was a, um, a tea shop. And Mark walked up and he said, I have a challenge for you, something like that. I don't remember the exact wording. He says, can you make me a proper cup of tea? Yeah, I'm desperate proper. for a proper cup of tea. And um, she was really working hard to make you a, the right proper cup of tea. And I, I, I'm i assuming it's probably the best tea you've had over here. Yeah, it was great. It was good. I don't know if that means anything to a guy who comes from the land of tea, but... Uh, it was a great cup of tea. She it was the best we lady. could do at the time. Yeah, it was good. It, was good. it beats it was the good. Uh, hot water at the hotel lobby with a tea bag, just a Lipton tea bag. There was a lot of Jack Daniels. There's quite a lot of beer, not enough tea, but it was good. Yeah. Oh, no, another train's coming past. Okay, hold. Hold. 
We'll have to do something about that. I'll have to show I will insert a train graphic at that point in time. Yeah. I've got a so little train anyway, line at the end of the garden. Yeah. So that I think that's it for this episode. This is just an introduction yeah. to show you the very next episode you see will be us talking about the great Dr. No. That is the Sean Connery era. Am I correct? Yeah, that is was, indeed. Sean Connery. 62. How many Bond? How many Bond films did Sean do? He did. I think it was six in the end. Doctor No. Uh, from Russia with Love, Goldfinger. You only lived twice, and then he came back for Diamonds Are Forever. And then he did Never Say Never Again. Never Say Never Again in '83. So, but yeah, five, six, six. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and we can't forget, and we'll talk about it more during the episode, but we did make a stop at the legendary Fort Knox. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah. I think that's what got our Bond conversation started. Yeah. For a little boy, a little English boy that used to watch Bond movies, they, they, over here, you'd have a Bond movie at Christmas. Uh, you'd yeah. have a Bond movie at Easter. Um, I saw Goldfinger when I was, I don't know, eight. The first Bond film I saw in the cinema was The Spy Who Loved Me in 77 when I was eight. And then Goldfinger is always on TV over here. To actually be outside the gates at Fort Knox after being a lifelong Bond fan just blew my mind. It was amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. He, he calls me. He gets over. He goes, hey, is any chance we can, we can just drive by like just the sign? I say, yeah, we'll do it. It's on the way. Yeah. Sounds, we're going to Cincinnati to pick up Brent. Hell, it's on the way. We just stopped. Now, we didn't it, go in. Um, but I but, saw it. I saw the building in the distance. He, He's and got pictures just, of him with yeah. the Fort Knox sign, and it was amazing. I loved it. Absolutely, it was fun. Yeah, it was, it was and I'd fun. never been there. I'd driven by it a couple of times in my life, but I'd never, you know. Well, been because you've it. not seen a bomb film, you don't realize the significance of the place, Andy. It's got That's zero. What we're going to discuss zero meaning for me. I don't. Zero I don't know this. For you. I don't know the love for Aston Martins or the Lotus. Do you uh, mean this? Yeah, I'll tell you. Look at that. That is so cool. Yeah, now I have seen since Mark we've I've been talking about this he has sent me a clip of that Lotus uh, in action and that's pretty damn cool and that, that is a cool car I'm not gonna lie it's a very cool car it's I've driven an Aston Martin but I would really love to drive a Lotus Esprit because I was eight and that made a massive impact on on me watching that that car chase first of all he's being chased by a motorcycle with a bomb on it. Then he's being chased by a Ford Cortina. He deals with that. Then he's being chased by a helicopter. And then it becomes a submarine. It was amazing. <laughs> Talking about Roger Moore. Here's Rog. Here's I, his autobiography. I, I have that book. Mark gifted me a copy of that book. Is that the one yeah, you but gave me? No, yours doesn't have a signature on it. No, but that's yours, it's the same book, right? It's the same book, yeah. So my, my signed by the man himself. That's cool. Now, is he your – well, we can, we'll, we'll get into the breakdowns. But is he your favorite Bond? I grew up with Rog. Yeah, Rog is my yeah. man, I think. Yeah. I like them all in different ways, but I think and, yeah, and then Rog is mine. I'm going to ask you this, maybe putting you on the spot, but do you have a favorite Bond film? Like, can you say this is my absolute favorite, or is it kind of like, I like this one from the Connery era, I like this one from Roger Moore. I hope by the end of this adventure I can pick one and say I this is my, my favorite. I think my favorite would be The Spy Who Loved Me, because it was Roger at his very best. It's got a great car. Uh, great girl. I mean, Barbara Bach, the 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 the, the actress in it is is gorgeous. Yeah, I, I think for for Connery it would be Goldfinger, for Roger it would be The Spy Who Loved Me. Timothy Dalton only did the two. I quite like Living Daylights, and then of course there's Pierce. Goldeneye was tremendous. I saw Goldeneye at uh, the cinema two days after it came out, and that was just insane. The whole crowd just 
jumped to their yeah. feet. It was yeah, seeing Goldeneye at the Leicester Square in '95 was very cool. And then we got Daniel, who's done a stellar job. I prefer my Bond to be darker haired, a bit smoother. But um, yeah, yeah. Daniel, Daniel did a good job. I'm very interested I, to see who they get next. I'll say this, um, and again, this is this is probably why what people think of us Americans that live around the world is how dumb we can be sometimes. But what what little I know about Bond, and this is, and admittedly, because I didn't watch the films, uh, and you'd have to maybe give me the timeline. I'll look it up when we get to the uh, the episode, but. What was it Goldeneye? Goldeneye was ninety five. Uh, yeah, ninety five. Yeah. There was a video game out. That's right on the Nintendo sixty four. That's my extent of knowledge of yeah. Bond. How yeah. popular this game was because we used to rent video games. Yeah. When I worked at the video store. Great game. And it, it, well, yeah, ran out of time, and I'm like, what the? Fuck? Who cares? It's Bond. <laughs> give me, give me the Breakfast Club. Where's the Breakfast Club video game? You know, that was my theory. Well, the thing with Golden, I mean, we'll talk about it at the time, but there was a, a big lag. There was six years between License to Kill in 89 and then Pierce Brosnan in, in 95. Six years without a bomb film. So the anticipation and the hype was just insane, I remember at the time. We were, none of us, we were all waiting to see what Pierce would do because he, he, was, he was destined to play Bond. Really? So, yeah, it was great. I mean, he was, he was up for it when, um, when Roger left. And Timothy Dalton got the job. He couldn't do it because he was doing Remington Steel on your oh, TV, yeah. TV over there. He could, That's he couldn't right. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So um, Timothy Dalton got the job. And then he packed it in after two and Pierce got it. So, yeah, Golden, GoldenEye was a big deal at the time. Yeah, big deal. Well, that's awesome. So, anyway, uh, let's – we could go on and on forever. We'll, we'll we end could. this episode uh, for now. This is just an introduction from Andy and Mark to the world. Hopefully uh, – people will find a little bit of humor in us and maybe they'll watch along with us, the bond movies and we'll get a little, we'll start our own little Facebook page and people can join us and we'll chat and argue over the best bond and the best scene and the best villain. Sounds good. Meanwhile, I'll be going, I don't know what the hell you people are talking about. <laughs> I can't believe you've got to 53 years old, Andy, and you've not seen a bomb film. You're that about changes. to get an, you're about to get an education. My man, it changes because of you, my friend. Oh, that's my friend good. Mark is forcing me to watch these Bond films. No, he's Do not. I, I wanted, I needed to see him, and it's a great reason for us to talk. So, with that being said, everybody from Nashville, I say goodbye for now. From England, I say farewell. And uh, we will be back hopefully weekly, and you can tune in and join us, and we'll see you then. Excellent. Keep bonding, everybody. Dun, dun, Keep dun, bonding, dun, everyone. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs>